Good day everyone and welcome to Wealth Radio. Growing wealth made easy. My name is Gia Gatapia and you're listening to Wealth Watchers. You might ask, what is Wealth Watchers? Well, here we give you a quick recap of the market highlights for the month. But what's unique about our format is that we don't just do a market update commentary but we do a lightning round of five relevant questions to help you better understand how the month's market movements impact your investments. So sit back, relax, and enjoy our maiden episode. Today, we are joined by Daz Mercado, an investment analyst here at BPI AMTC. Hi, Daz! Hi, Gia. Thanks for having me today. Okay, so as I mentioned, Daz, we have made this more interesting for our listeners. So I'll just go ahead and fire away with our Q&A. Is that okay with you, Daz? Sure. Okay, let's start. Our first question, Daz, what is the biggest news that happened this month? Yeah, in the Philippines, the biggest news in the past few weeks was the 4.2% inflation in January. Oh. This is significant because it caused the BSP or the Central mm-hmm. Bank of the Philippines to raise their 2021 full-year inflation forecast from 3.1% to 4%. Mm-hmm. And that 4% forecast is the upper end of BSP's inflation target of 2 to 4%. Okay, so I understand that the increase in inflation for January was one of the most significant news that have affected the market. For the benefit of our audience, Daz, I hope it's okay if we can explain in a simple manner what is inflation. Sure, Gia. For our listeners, mm-hmm. just to provide some context, inflation mm-hmm. is the increase in prices of goods and services in the economy. For example, the price of the coffee that you are buying every day rose from 100 pesos mm-hmm. to 110 pesos. So that is inflation. All right. Another example is the price of gasoline from for example, from 40 per liter to 45 pesos per liter, that mm-hmm. is also inflation. Okay, so simply put, um, inflation is basically the increase in prices of goods and services over time. So you mentioned that, that the inflation for January was a bit high or above the target of the BSP. Is this bad for the economy or inflation in general? Is this bad for the economy? Actually, experiencing inflation is not necessarily bad. Mm-hmm. As long as it is within the healthy level of between 2 to 4%, it should continue mm-hmm. to support the economy. Right. However, if inflation remains elevated above the central bank's target, the BSP mm-hmm. may be forced to raise policy rates, which may reflect into higher interest rates for our deposits and also lending rates. Okay, so you mentioned that about policy rates. I remember last year, specifically and especially when the pandemic started, the BSP reduced the policy rate and eventually, you know, a time deposit and uh, regular deposit rates also were reduced. Um, Can you enlighten us, Daz, on why the BSP had to reduce the policy rate last year? That's right, Gia. In 2020, Mm -hmm. the BSP reduced the policy rate from 4% to 2%. Mm-hmm. And the goal of the central bank here was simple. Number one, they want to discourage savings mm-hmm. because deposit or investment rates will be lower if policy rates are reduced. This effectively means they encourage people to spend rather than save. And number two is they want to make it easier for businesses and individuals to borrow money mm-hmm. because lower policy rates influences lending rates to move lower as well. This 
essentially means they encourage us to spend, borrow for a new house, your new car, etc. So the ultimate goal of why the BSP reduced policy rates last year was to help the economy recover faster by pushing people to spend more. Yes, And l- let me just connect it to, to what I said, that mm-hmm. if inflation remains elevated above the central bank's target, the BSP may be forced to raise policy rates. And if BSP raise policy rates, the impact will be just the reverse of what I just explained about lower policy rates. Mm-hmm. It will encourage people to save more ra- rather than spend and also to borrow less. This will raise the borrowing costs of individuals and businesses. Ultimately, this will make it relatively harder for the economy to recover. Mm-hmm. And in addition to all this, if the elevated inflation is not addressed immediately, people may think it's normal. And this may mm-hmm. raise inflation expectations and will further add upward pressure on inflation. So these are why it is vital for the economy to keep inflation at a healthy level. And for the Philippines, the BSP thinks that the healthy level is between 2 to 4%. Oh, okay. I see. So um, I understand that, that uh, central banks had to reduce or um, increase policy rates at a certain period of time as a way of managing economic growth. And thank you. Thank you very much, Daz, for your very, very comprehensive explanation on why and how central banks actually use interest rates and policy rates as a way of supporting the economy. So now, how does this news about inflation affect our investors, Daz? Mm-hmm. Now, overall, um, the news was negative. Okay. On a personal level, high inflation means that the value of our money becomes less. 1,000 mm-hmm. pesos will not be able to buy the same amount of goods and services as last month or last year. Mm-hmm. On the economy as a whole, we also would not want inflation to remain high because, as discussed earlier, elevated mm-hmm. inflation may force the BSP to raise rates and can push back some of the spending in the economy. So it mm-hmm. adds more problems to our already weak economy due to the COVID-19 pandemic. I won't delve much into this uh, because it, uh-huh. we will be touching a whole new topic. But in terms of our investments, mm-hmm. generally and assuming all other things constant, elevated inflation is not supportive of our investments. Okay, um, I understand. Okay, so as you said, our January 2021 inflation rate was at 4.2%. Actually, I think all our listeners can agree that this is strongly felt. Food prices are so expensive lately. Um, Daz, are we expecting this to get worse moving forward? We don't. Uh, we mm-hmm. don't expect inflation to shoot up much higher, but it will remain elevated in the coming months. Okay. Food prices is the major reason of the recent spike in inflation, particularly pork and vegetable prices. Yes, Daz, I agree. You know what? I'm actually avoiding pork these days. Not that I'm on diet, but it's just really expensive to consume pork nowadays. But what has been the cause behind the drastic increase in the prices of pork and vegetable recently? Starting with pork, the mm-hmm. rise in pork prices was brought about by the African swine fever, which destroyed 24% of hog inventory as of the end of January. Because of this, the government has imposed price ceiling on meat items which help pull prices lower. In addition, to actually address the supply issues in the short term, the government is looking to lower the import taxes of pork, which is one of the highest in the region at 40%. This will make importation (laughs) of pork easier. Yes. Mm -hmm. 
So this can be effective as other ASEAN countries have not been experiencing higher food prices. However, the more important thing is for us to see long-term solutions by supporting mm-hmm. our hog raisers and the agriculture sector in general. Okay. Yeah. For for vegetable prices, we expect these to taper off. The recent string of typhoons, especially Typhoon Ulysses, caused vegetable prices to skyrocket. However, mm-hmm. vegetable prices have started to go down since then. And um, moving forward, in our view, risks to mm-hmm. vegetable prices remains to be the new typhoons as well as potential volcanic activity from Taal. So with that being said, inflation will likely remain elevated in the coming months. It should start to move lower towards the second half of 2021 on the premise of the success of government interventions to address these supply concerns. Okay, thank you very much, Daz, for um, explaining on what may likely happen in the coming months. So we're expecting that prices of uh, consumer goods will remain to be elevated for around three to four months, but we should expect some improvement on the prices of our goods and services in the second mm-hmm. half of this year. Okay, so Daz, yes. other than inflation, what is another development that investors should watch out for? Actually, the major driver in the market remains to be the COVID-19 pandemic. Yeah, And the developing story now is mm-hmm. whether the vaccines are truly effective in reducing the number of cases. Mm-hmm. In terms of the vaccination program globally, Israel is leading the race with 51.5% of its population receiving at least one vaccine dose. Wow. Okay. And what happens in Israel is a good indicator of what can happen to the rest of the world once most of us receive the vaccine. Yes, Daz, most of us actually believe that the vaccine will be one of the most effective means to put an end to this pandemic. There are already quite a number of pharmaceutical companies that have begun manufacturing vaccines. Can you give us more information, Daz, about these vaccines? Yes, according to a mm-hmm. copy of a draft publication, the Pfizer-BioNTech vaccine was deemed effective at preventing laboratory-confirmed infections in Israel. Mm-hmm. And the results also indicate that the vaccine may also prevent asymptomatic carriers from spreading COVID-19. Mm-hmm. So this claim has not been tested during the clinical trials of the vaccines. So if proven true, this is a breakthrough in COVID vaccines. Mm-hmm. These results, however, are not yet published in a peer-reviewed journal. Hence, some scientists still dispute the claims. Nonetheless, more and more data to confirm that the mm-hmm. current vaccines that we have are indeed effective in preventing the spread of COVID-19 is extremely important. As everyone can imagine, the global mm-hmm. economic recovery hinges on the world being able to control COVID. As soon as we vaccinate at least 50 to 60% of the population, it is more likely that quarantine restrictions will be lifted and we will be able to revert back to pre-COVID activity levels. Yeah. Okay. Thank you very much, Das. That's actually one of the things that we are looking forward to for this pandemic mm-hmm. to be really over. Okay. So before we end this um, discussion, Das, uh, one last question for you. What is uh, your sure. advice to our investors, especially those who are just about to begin their investment journey? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Most investors are trying to answer the question: Is this mm-hmm. a good time to start investing? Yes. And the answer to that is yes. Because everyone should be invested all the time. Mm-hmm. The better question is, how much percent of your funds should you invest in different investment outlets like money market, fixed income, or stocks? Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Everyone has their own optimal investment allocation depending on your investment horizon, experience, risk profile, and objectives. So I recommend everyone to talk to your wealth managers or your relationship managers to find out what's the optimal investment allocation for you. Thank you very much, Das, for pointing out those very important factors that all of us have to consider uh, each time that we're going to uh, enter into an investment plan or consider investing in some securities available in the market. Um, in fact, lately, we have been receiving a lot of investment applications and inquiries, especially that uh, rates have really gone down. And so a lot of investors are looking for higher yielding investment securities for diversification. Mm-hmm. Th- th- that's good to hear, Gia. Mm-hmm. And um, just to share more investment habits to our new investors, here mm-hmm. in BPI AMTC, we are actively promoting diversification. So a percentage of your portfolio can be invested in money market, some in fixed income, some mm-hmm. in stocks, and maybe some in foreign funds. So by diversifying your investments, you have caution against volatility in the returns of some of your investments. So if you have a loss in one, you might be able to offset that with your other investments. So in addition to diversification, we also want to share another investment habit, which is to invest over time. Right. This means that you should continue investing regularly, for example, monthly, buying in the ups and downs of the market, especially when you're investing in stocks, because this is where we see high volatility. As much as we want to time our buys at the lowest point of the market, no one can ever claim that they know the bottom of the market. Some who try to time their investments ended up not being able to invest at all because they can't identify the right time. I agree with you, Das. Based on my personal experience, the most important thing I learned is that it's really very hard to time the market. And investing really is not about timing the market, but it's more about your time in the market. So the longer we stay invested, the higher the income potential we can get. That's accurate, Pia. Mm-hmm. In investing, we don't just invest our money, mm-hmm. but we invest our time. Okay. The longer time horizon that we have or the longer time that we can wait for our investments to grow, the better probability of stronger returns. There you have it, guys. Five questions answered. Thank you very much, Daz, for your interesting take on the local market. Thanks, Gia. Thanks for having me today. I'm very sure that our listeners were able to gain valuable insights from this short but truly comprehensive discussion. If you have questions or you want to know more about any of our funds, send us an email at bpi underscore asset underscore management at bpi.com.ph. Again, this is Gia Gatapia and please follow us again next month for our market recap in Wealth Watchers. Thanks for tuning in to Wealth Radio. Growing wealth made easy. BPI Asset Management and Trust Corporation is regulated by the Banco Central ng Pilipinas.